mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to Help I Sex to My Boss. I'm trying to sound extra cheery today. Really? Because I didn't feel you sounded cheery last week. Fuji and Divas asked me if I was okay. Really? Yeah. I, what was, I was fine. I just, this is this. Before we start, this even though we started, this is why I stand up when I'm in the radio studio. Oh, do we need to get you a standing desk? Maybe I get a little because I stand up when I'm on the radio because it's so easy to talk like this, which I talk to you normally like, and yeah. it just sounds like I'm not bothered and interested. Mm. So, Gene Devers, I've got your feedback. I'm yes. taking it on board. We've done a 360 appraisal for Jordan. So now I'm going to try and be extra cheer. I didn't realize, and I listened back and I was like, oh God, you, I, you just, yeah. But it's good. It's already a strong start. Hello and welcome to <laughs> Help I Sexted My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate those challenges of modern day life. What the hell is this voice? Answering your 21st century questions and finding those hop diggity solutions to those everyday dilemmas. Like, will the gay ghost ever come back to haunt me? That's all I need. And... Should we ever be scared by things that go bump in the night? And of course, what should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss? But we're not usual agony ants, are we, William Hansen? No, we're not, Jordan North. I'm more cock a van. You're more man in a van. <laughs> oh, I've had man in a van this week. Oh, have you? Oh, that sounds weird. I'm moving out, but we'll, we'll get to that later. Uh, well, thank you to Jordan James for sending that one in. Uh, let me just turn my headphones down slightly. So you've labelled our box. I have labelled our box, so we know which knob is which. So Jordan's knob is labelled, and my knob is labelled. Uh, oh, I need... Oh God. That's the gin. That's the man in the van. <laughs> let's have a let's have a good drink today. Yes. I've, um, do you want got, to do the Debonet, or am I doing yeah, it? I've got a DJ gig after this. Uh, you've got a DJ gig? Yeah, up in Chester. In Chester? Yeah, Rosie's in Chester. What's Rosie's? A bar? A club. Oh, yeah. Okay. Is this an ABBA one or is no, this... No, this is, this is freshers, this is students. Okay, so what, what sort of... What oh, do you go to? Well, I've got... So I need in, more D in that, please. In my folder, I've got, like, stuff to start on. I've got bangers. Mm. And I've got a Sausages. folder... Sausages. Yeah, I've got a folder called Whoppers. Okay. <laughs> go on, Jordan. <laughs> Show us your Whopper. So if... And it, this happens at every gig. I'm no, I'm no Calvin Harris or... Tiesto, or anything like that. Tiesto? Is that a type of car they're discontinuing? No, no, no. It's a DJ. Okay. So, um, 
I've got a thing called whoppers, and if it's just if they're just bopping a bit, mm. if they're just like not, I'd love for you to come to one of my gigs. I would absolutely. Why are you pointing at Ben? Why can't I come? We should all do it. We should all do. It. Oh, oh, I should do it. Yes, right. Let's do that for one episode. I'd love for you to come to my gigs. <laughs> so anyway, if it's just if they're just shuffling a bit and they're not raving, they're yes. shuffling and then they're peeking off and going to the bar. I go into the whoppers folder. Right. I've got five apps. Break glass for emergency whopper. Exactly. Right. You know it, sister. Right. And I've got five absolute whoppers. I've just downloaded one today. So what, give us a whopper. It's a remix of Zombie Nation. Zombie. What the heck is that? Zombie. Zombie Nation. It's, and there's a massive drop in it. And I'm like, I am going to get Chester fucking bouncing tonight. The only thing I'd, I'm not keen on, but I have to do it. I have to go on the mic. I'm like, yo, Chester, make some noise. Oh, I'd love doing that. Yeah. So um, I've got a gig tonight. I'll get the train up after this. Hello, freshers. No, you don't say fresh. You don't call, what do you call them freshers. You just say Chester, where you are. Well, it's not the entirety of Chester. What else is in my whoppers? I've got... Um, do you have Alicia Dix and the boy does nothing? No, I don't. It's uh, the best That's in ever. my cheesy folder. Well, it's, it's not cheesy. Does he wash up? I'm trying to think. No, I'm not going to tell you what else in my whoppers because it'll give it away. Okay. Make me oh, we'll have to attend one of your DJ gigs. Yes, we will. I would love to. I genuinely, anywhere you're DJing in the South, let me know. We'll get free booze as well. I'm not that fussed about that. I just want, I just want to see your whoppers. Anyway, there we go. That's Diego oh. Trump. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, Diego. Diego's in again. He's got a little car. Sorry, guys. What am I like? I'm oh, shit. I'm sorry. It's come right out my arse, that jeweled. Oh, yes. He's prop. Oh, oh, I think we're getting a whiff. Diego, Ben's choking up. Oh, he's got a little coat on, a little dog coat. What are you doing? That's Diego, not Ben. Oh. Sorry, guys. I've been on it this week. Oh, I well, just wagged my tail and waft it over here. I'm sorry. Carry on, carry on. You're really funny today, George. You're full of beans. Cheers, Diego. <laughs> Who are we uh, I'd like to toast my brother because the day this episode goes out, it's his birthday. Oh, happy birthday, James. Happy birthday, James. And also, we haven't discussed... Oh, let me just drink to my brother. We haven't discussed his relatively famous interview with yes. our former Prime Minister, Liz Truss. At the time of recording, the former Prime Minister is Liz Truss. It could be Rishi Sunak. It could be Suella Beverman. Suella Beverman. What's she called? Suella Braverman. Or we, Braverman, depending on your pronunciation. We might even have a Labour government by the time this goes out. So. My favourite nickname for our Home Secretary at the moment is Leaky Sue. Leaky Sue. <laughs> I hope that's because she gives out information, nothing medical. I believe medical. so, yes. Because exactly. if it's medical, we're laughing at someone that's not that funny. Sounds like someone who did work on your flat. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, it sounds like uh, Silip like Bang Sue. Cut that. Can I just no. say, Silip <laughs> Bang Sue uh, is not now the Home Secretary. She dead? No, no, no. Oh. no well, I don't know, but I, she is not the Home Secretary. But anyway, no, James, James did this interview with the Prime Minister across BBC Local Radio. James, as we know, presents on Radio Bristol. And BBC we, Radio Bristol, Stalin, is very, very good. We were on honeymoon at the time, and obviously I knew that James was going to be interviewing the Prime Minister. Did Brian and Sarah listen? Of course they listened, okay. yes. We wake up, we're in LA, so we are however many hours ahead of the UK. And I look at my phone at six o'clock in the morning when we woke up, because we're getting a, a flight, and I have all of these text messages from friends, Me? family, going, your brother, James, heart face. Oh, James, I thought he had died. For five minutes, I looked at my phone in a daze and I went, I said to Mike, I think James has died. 
And actually, he just, uh, it was not my brother. Did you not cry? No, well, no, well, yeah, but I was like, no, he can't have died. And it, indeed, it wasn't James that was dead. It was just Liz Truss's political career. Um, <laughs> so well done, James, for that very strong interview. Never yeah. underestimate local radio. And one of my favourite podcasts is The News Agents with John Sopel, yes. Emily Matus, and... Maitlis. Maitlis, and... Um, very, they're very close. Uh, Lewis... Uh, Capaldi. No. Goodall. Goodall. Lewis is very good. Um, are you getting paid by them? <laughs> no, I'm not. I've mentioned them a few times, actually. Yes, but, uh, they, they mentioned us. They mentioned. They played a clip of it. And, they did. Uh, they invited him on, actually, mm. but he couldn't do it, sadly. Oh, I'd love to be invited on to that. Yes. Yeah, not not that we talk politics. <laughs> not going to happen, Jordan, let's be honest. Anyway, James, well done. Have a lovely birthday. I smell feisty, sorry. Oh. So basically, good I'll luck, tell Chester. you, I've been moving out and I've had to keep some of my clothes outside. Outside? Yeah, and it's a bit damp and fusty. Out, what, outside Don't is it? Don't ask, it's in that, where I've but moved But outside in. is out, it's the street. Well, it's in, it's in a bag on the porch. So oh, lovely. Yeah. Well, it's going to get infested with something, isn't it? Mm. Anyway. As always, if you need our help with something, then we would love it if you got in touch. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at sextonmyboss.com or you can tweet us or send us a message on Instagram at sextonmyboss. Or you can write to William, who promises a handwritten reply on his own letter paper. The address for that is on the website, sextonmyboss.com. Uh, so how's your week been? What's the crack? What's been happening? Happy <sighs> Halloween! No, stop it. Well, it's over. I now. want to suck your blood. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for finishing the sentence. <laughs> Want to suck your blood? Oh, Dracula sounds like Sarah Hansen's long-lost brother. <laughs> um, no, I hate Halloween. We, we, we've done this on this podcast before, Maybe but it's all a bit common. And the tat, I mean, I'm going to say, <laughs> the tat in the studio downstairs, or not the studio, but the reception area of this hey, studio. don't. They're really nice. They are lovely. This building. They're so lovely but to us. But building management have put absolute tat that's going to go straight in the bin into landfill, or hopefully some of it can be recycled. It, it doesn't look scary at all. I, it's, I, there's a house it's near me fun. I, that yeah. has put sort of fake cobwebs in the in the sort of in the privet hedge, and it looks awful. It's it's a bit of fun. No, but, it's not. Um, I run Kate this weekend, my sister-in-law, and she was literally putting cobwebs in the windows and hating right. it because she's like, oh, they've just, okay, at least she hates it. They've just done the house up, and yeah. it, uh, and the house is lovely. It's taken them like nearly two and a bit years to get it out. They want it. It's beautiful. Mm. They've had it completely renovated. And she's like, the kids were begging me to put some Halloween decorations up. So they were like, oining her all day today. They were? Oining. What is oining? Like, moidering. Mithering. Yeah, I I don't know what any of those words really mean. They were like, bothering. Bothering. They were oining her all day. So she did it, and after five minutes, they both went out. One was playing football on the street, and one was on a bike. She was left on her own, spraying these putting these cobwebs up. But it is a bit tacky and stuff, but it's fun. It's not fun. You don't like it because it's an American holiday. Well, and it's just it's just far too it's just too much. Did you never go trick or treat as a child? No, well, we because we, our house was in the middle of a field. Yeah, we did. We never had trick or treat. Trick, I can't say it. Trick, trick or treaters. We never went trick or treating. Yeah, costumes these days. Kids go all out. Back in my day, mm. it was a bin bag. Yeah. That your mum tipexed the spider web on. And then a mask from paper shop, and you went trick or treating. Yeah, at least we carry a bag. Yeah, we basically no effort has been put in. That's fine. But nowadays it's like proper cost. It's like a proper. Um, People put too much effort. Yeah, and we and then as you get older, you'd go trick or treating and they'd give you something shit like a digestive biscuit or coppers, you know, like two peas. All coppers. Oh, I see. Yeah, you dig them. Yeah. They got okay. egged, and it was their own fault for giving out shit trick or treats. 
Well, yeah, they've only got themselves to blame. But we never went on the old people's bit. Oh, that's There's nice. a granny flats near us. And we never went on there. We just, my mum and say, don't go on there, you'll scare all the old ladies. So we weren't all delinquents. No, no, you were respectful. Yeah. Respectful trick-or-treaters. Never, yeah. Um, yeah, well, I, I, I wonder if anyone yesterday uh, for Halloween went as Spider-Man. I can't look at a Spider-Man costume the same now. TikTok does listen to you because it's mine is full of uh, people in Spider-Man costumes. It's weird. And I'm yep. like, what's going on here with my algorithm? Mm. And I've got loads of people. But I seen one of a, a couple and they were in two different Spider-Man costumes, oh. different colored ones. Oh. And uh, all I'll say is you, uh, you could see the shape of it. Shape of what? Oh, okay. The cobweb. Cob. The his third leg. Oh, I thought Spider-Man, okay. Ninth, ninth leg. The ninth, ninth leg, yeah, very yeah. good, Spider-Man, okay. excellent. Go. If you went to Spider-Man over to anything at Halloween, I hope you had a nice time. What else has been going on? Uh, well, you've been moving. Yeah. Tell us about that. Stressful. Really? You only moved a year ago. Yep, never again. It's been very, very stressful. So I let the removals in on... Um, You're the sort of person that would let... You'd get a knock on the door and you'd go, hi, we're the removals men. And you'd let them in, and actually they're burglars, but you'd sort of be making them cups of tea. Oh, God, don't say that. I've not even <laughs> checked if it's gone into the right place yet. Right. Yeah, so they come in, and I said, do you want to brew or anything? It took them all ten minutes for them to go. Ten, you know, yeah, ten one, minutes? It took them all ten minutes, literally less than that. It was a scouser, really nice guy. Ah, you're from the jungle, aren't you? And then that was it then. So I was yeah. talking about Amistad and stuff and what have you. And did I hope they were off the clock. As did Never Again and stuff like that. Met mm. him brew. Really nice lads, really good lads. And uh, he's just moved down here two years ago, actually. Left the house and mm. my heart skipped a beat. My heart jumped. What? I thought, oh God, I've literally... They listened to the show with Vic as well. Yeah. I thought, oh shit. The shoebox on. Oh, okay. I got a tw I got tagged in a tweet, and I didn't really understand what this was. So, I basically had to go back and get the shoebox from under the bed because I thought they're going to pack that and have a look in it, aren't they? And what's in the shoebox, Jordan? Just you know, use your imagination. That's all I'm going to say. Anything that you would find similar to Spider-Man's suit? Not quite, but yeah. Is it a Spider-Man suit? <laughs> suit. Suit. No, I don't have a Spider-Man suit. More of a Batman kind of guy. <laughs> but I don't, have a, I don't have a Batman suit either. Anyway, gosh. Well, I hope I hope the moving goes well. It'll all be worth it in the end. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in other news, I have been experimenting. What's her name? No, her name. Yeah. I have been experimenting with the new social media app, Be Real. Oh God, I just can't keep up. Well, you've only literally just got TikTok. I know. I never really used Snapchat either. No. 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 And be real. Mm. Well, do you know how it works? Mm, you take a picture of a selfie and it shows what's on the other side of the camera, doesn't it? Yeah, so within the space of about five seconds, it takes when you press go, it takes a photo forward and back facing camera, so you get whatever you're doing. Um, I'm so down with the kids. I'm so down with the youth. I'm so hip and happening. So it does these pictures, but you'll get a notification at a random point of the day that'll say, you've got two minutes left to be real. And then you have to open up your phone and you can't see what your friends are doing until you have posted. So if you haven't been real that day, 
You can't see all your friends. But then it's so sarky. It's really wound me up. Oh, really? Because if you then, but you, if you miss the notification because, oh, I don't know, you're being real, earning money, having a life, not on your phone. It then, when you post it, goes, posted, 30 minutes late. Oh. It's like, I'm sorry, but f*** off. I'm busy. <gasps> it's so annoying. And also, I don't really care. Will you? I've got about five friends on Be Real. I love them all dearly. But I don't really need to see what's happening. And it's also the time of day. You can tell it's designed for the youth, and of which I'm not one of them, because the other day... It told me I needed to be real. I only discovered this in the next morning at 11.25 p.m. What's wrong I was that? in bed two hours ago. I don't want to be be real at 11.25 p.m. Oh, that's nice. A selfie mm. of you and Mikey at half I 11. No, nobody needs to see that. Anyway, quite frankly, I've done two weeks on be real and I'm not sure if I can be bothered. Diego's asleep. He's so cute. Look at him. I hope he's asleep. <laughs> Is he just... No, don't. Oh, he's so cute. He is cute. Diego's sleeping next to us. He's our little show mascot. He is, yes. Maybe we could get, you know, like a life-size mascot. I can hear you, a bunch of bitches. Don't you dare take a picture of me right now. I look like shit. Um, when you have finished moving and you've relocated to your new house, can I ask, does your vacuum cleaner have lights on the front of it? Yep. Okay. Here's my suggestion. This isn't a kink, but this is... This is very, very good. Hoover with the lights off. Why? Apparently Ben does this too. <laughs> it's so fun. Because you see every speck of dirt. Oh, if so turn all the lights off. Turn all off. the lights off. Oh. The vacuum cleaner lights come on. And it only works if you've got wooden floors. Carpet, it's not brilliant at. I mean, oh, it's all sort of So you hoover floors, in the dark. Or, or tiled, so non-carpeted floors. Hoover in the dark. Obviously, you can see where you're going a bit because of the light. You will, And you, you'll look at your floor and you'll think, my floor's really clean. You turn off all the lights, you hoover in the dark. Absolutely filthy. And you do that as well, Ben? You used to need to start shagging more or something. What, each I, other? Or? No, not each other, but just, like, come on. Is that what? Is that the highlight of your week? Excuse me? I'm taking the mic. I'm trying to be cool. You know I'm going to go home and try it as soon as I get You know I'm going to try it as soon as I get You're going to love it. I will. That was the first thing that I bought when I got back from uh, the castle. A vacuum cleaner yeah, with lights thought, on? When the money came in, I was like, right. Did you really have to do that to get that? No, 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 but I thought I'm going to treat myself to a nice Hoover. I remember when we first got a Dyson. Yes. When it was like from the Royal Family TV show. Oh, did they have a Dyson? Yeah, my dad got my mum a Dyson and we were like... She was absolutely buzzing for weeks. The trouble with the Dyson is you can't adjust the suction settings. Yeah, because it's just a good sucker. Yes, but that's fine if you've got sort of... But if you need to do more delicate fabrics, if you've got a velvet sofa, which oh. I now have, if you've got uh, nice delicate curtains, it's it's too much of a suck. Uh. And you need to something that adjusts. So like a light, gentle suck. For your curtains. For your curtains. And your velvet sofas. But sometimes you just want to suck really hard, don't you? You just want to get it over and done with and get that over and done, don't you? You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> any more for any more? Nope. No? Okay. Should we go to Jordan's Jolly Joke of the Week? Yep, it's a little bit awkward. Okay. I was not, not convinced I liked how much eye contact you were giving me there. <laughs> okay, cue the jingle. If you like a chap who's cheeky and northern, you're in for a treat with our Jordan. And if a giggle is what you see, you'll 
So there's this old couple mm. on the beach, really hot sunny day. Yes. And the old lady says to her husband, they're, they're, they're a bit old and they're not as sharp as what they used to be. She said, go get me an ice cream and I'll tell you the punchline after the break. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Okay, Gene Davis, thanks for sticking with us. It's time for Jordan's Jolly Joke of the Week. So there's this old couple on the beach, right? And, um... They're not as sharp as what they used to be. They've been together a long time. And the lady says to her husband, she says, go and get me an ice cream. He says, right, sound. She says, I want um, a 99 with a flake on, hundreds and thousands of monkey's blood. Okay. Monkey's blood? I knew you were going to ask me that. The red sauce they put on it, like the sticky red sauce. Oh, strawberry coolie. Strawberry coolie, mm. monkey's blood. He says, right, she goes in her purse. She's about to give him money. And she says to him, what do I want? And he says, um, a 99 with a flake in. Hundreds and thousands of monkey's blood. She says, right, excuse me, tenner is halfway there. She says, tell me again what I want. And I was sharp as well, it used to be. He says, oh, for God's sake. He says, you want a 99 with a flake in, hundreds and thousands, monkey's blood. He says, right, he's in queue at ice cream van. Bloody mobile rings. And it's the wife. Right? <laughs> <laughs> she says, tell me again. I don't want you to forget. What do I want? He says, oh, for... F-. You want a 99... We're flaking, hundreds of thousands, and monkey's blood. She says, right, yeah. Anyway, 20 minutes later, it comes back with a pie. And she says, for fuck's sake, you stupid bastard. Where's my chips? <laughs> I don't know if that's funny. <laughs> I'm laughing because it <laughs> it took half the episode to get there. <laughs> Guess who's back home on leave? Uh, your dad. My Graham yeah. North. <laughs> well, if you want highlights like that, uh, Gene Devers, then you can go to our YouTube channel every Monday night ahead of a Tuesday release, and you can see an exclusive clip. And unlike that joke, they will be funny. 
That joke was funny. It was no, it was, it was funny. It just, I mean, you know, when you go back to the ice cream order, yeah, I would have maybe just cut it out once. I didn't know if it needed that many. No, it's it's to emphasize it. Maybe right. comes back with a pie. Okay. She says, "For fuck's sake, <laughs> where's my chips?" <laughs> Good, right. You don't like that one, Ben. Shall we go to the I listeners? I can give you another one if you want. No, 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 that was... I don't know if we have enough time. Okay, shall we go to the listeners' questions? Yes. Dear William and Jordan, my partner drinks on average a two-litre bottle of Pepsi on a daily basis. I'm not a big fan of fizzy beverages, but on occasion I'd like to have a glass. But it's always nearly impossible, since my partner never puts the bottle of Pepsi back in the fridge. And if he does put it back, it's usually empty. One of the solutions I came up with is to buy my own cans of Pepsi and put them in the other fridge. Oh, the other fridge. I've told them that's the plan, and he said I'm spiteful. I'm getting an adult fridge in my new place. An adult fridge? Oh, Dare I ask what's in that? Well, in London. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> Frozen dildos. What do you think? So, in, I'm sick of those. Like, I've got one of those little freezer boxes at the top of the fridge. So this oh, pathetic. Fridge yeah, yeah, freezer. Yeah. I can't wait. Okay. Okay. You're getting a fridge freezer. Getting a proper fridge. Right. An adult okay. fridge. Back to the letter. Uh, one of the solutions I came up with is to buy my own cans of Pepsi and put them in the other fridge. I told him that's the plan and he said I'm spiteful. He is not wrong. And I'd like to see if you have better ideas on how to stop him from drinking my beverages. It's important to mention that as much as I love him, I hate sharing food and drinks with anyone. I'm happy to buy him whatever he wants, but if it's mine, it is mine, in caps. Thank you for your advice in advance. Anonymous. Oh, I think, I think you might have been an only child. Because <laughs> I just don't get that. Shots fired. No, well, you know, sharing is caring, isn't it? Whoever it is. Well, and yes, yes, but equally, up, I don't think the partner is sharing him, him or themselves. Growing up in my house, you had to share everything all your toys, all your food. It was so annoying sometimes. Mm. However, there was one rule, right? Yeah. You weren't allowed to drink my mum's Diet Coke or a fries chocolate cream. Okay. That's what she had in the fridge. So if she ever caught you swigging from her Diet Coke bottle, she come, she got, she'd hit the roof. In fairness, I think you try and share a bit more, but you have no, but it's, a it's... couple of non-negotiables, and that's your Diet Pepsi or your Pepsi Max. Also, why Pepsi? Oh, Pepsi's not too bad, actually. Well, who knows? You've never had Coke, have you? No. But... But the issue here is they're both sort of not sharing. You've got the bottle of Pepsi. You need to start that sharing. That the partner is drinking too much of. But then I don't think that that partner can then get stroppy. Yeah. With the correspondent here who's not sharing her cans. Right. You need Surely to, they equal each other out. You need to start sharing more, but have a couple of non-negotiables, right? Mm. My non-negotiables. Yes. Are, I'll share anything that's in the fridge and stuff, but don't eat me Kinder Buena or me Ready Break. What, have you got any? Ready uh, break? Have not, you found any? Yeah, I've got some. Okay. That's that's not true. I, I don't mind sharing my ready break, but me, my Kinder Buenas are off limits, right? Even bread and stuff, I'm happy to share that. Oh, you're all heart. Yeah, but it's, I have one thing that's off limits. If if you get my Kinder Buenas, because you know when you've had a bad day, you just want to come home and scoff a Kinder Buena mm. whilst watching. Dress to impress. Dress to impress. Mm. Or come down with me. Just want to have a brew and have a Buena. Right. So just try and start You're a sharing simple things. man. I am a very simple man. What yeah. will you not share? What's in your house that you don't share with Mikey? I don't think there's anything. We we have we have, <laughs> we have a saying, what's mine is yours and what's yours is mine. So you'd share everything with him? Yeah. So if he went in the fridge and ate one of your sweetie treats, one of I your don't last have... bit of cake, you 
sweets in sweetie treats in the fridge. Do you not have chocolate? No, and to be fair, if anyone ever sends me chocolate, basically they're gone within 24 hours. Oh, so it's not like, oh, I'll have one today. Is that why you don't have chocolate in the house? No. My friend James was telling me that his, his partner will have, if there's a Terra's chocolate orange, mm. he'll just have one or two slices and feel very content and wrap it back up neatly and put it back in the cupboard. That is the action of a psychopath. Eat the whole thing. Mm. I can't stop with pizza. Okay. And people get full off, like, you know, when you've got Domino's or something. Oh, and they have one slice. Oh, or they have, like, half a pizza. I'm like, I bet that's you, isn't it? I can, eat, I can easily eat a full 12-inch pizza. Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Christ, how many of that de bonnet have you had? I have knocked it back a bit. Um, but in answer, just to summarise our advice, I think you both need to share. Uh, and, yeah, sharing is caring. What are you doing today? I'm going out for dinner with my parents and James and Mikey. You're never not out for dinner, you? I, I go a lot. You were out last night, weren't you? Night before? Yes. Yes, I was. I, I go out a lot. Very social. What are they over for this and, time? Until, until I get invited to uh, big up the Chester Massive, I'm afraid it's just dinners with friends. How come your mum and dad are over again? Because it's James's birthday. Oh, right. So they're coming up to London for a little soiree. I can't believe they come up to London and you don't put them up at yours. I've, I've only got a single air mattress and there are two of them. Well, You've three got a two-bedroom flat house. Yes, one of them is a study. You could still have a bed in it. A... Not, not if I wanted to work in it. I'd never have my mum and dad down and expect them to stay in a hotel. Just saying. My parents sometimes t come to London and go, oh, we're coming up to London tomorrow, but we, d we won't need to see you. They they come up and don't even see us yeah, sometimes. Yeah, that's fine. I get that. I just I just think it's bad etiquette. That's all. <laughs> well, tell you what, they can come and stay with you in your new house. I'd put them up. They'd love that. You know what? Actually, and you're very you're going to be very close to somewhere they often go. So that. Why? Where do they go? Harrods. So you'll love. I'm that. not near Harrods. You're closer to it than I am. I'm miles away from it. If you looked on the map. I'm. Not gonna. I'm moving. The only thing I'm worried about with this move mm. is it's. I'm not saying which one. But it's right next to a football stadium, and apparently oh. on Saturdays it's it's a, it's a bit rough. Mm. Well, good luck. Anyway, uh, this is from Kate. Hello, I'm a 26-year-old cis woman who is dating. I let it be known very early on that I'm omnisexual and disabled. When asked why I'm disabled, I don't go into details until at least date five. So initially, I just let them know I have seizures. I have an assistance dog for this, which is why it came up. I was on a second date with a cis man and ended up talking about children in our family. Hang, right, hang on a second. Sorry mm. to interrupt. We're yes. all learning. Um, remind me again what a cis man, cis woman is. A cis man is where your gender identity corresponds to the gender that you were assigned at birth. Okay. So I'm a cis man. I'm a cis man. You're a cis man. Ben is a cis, cis man. man. Okay. Right. Diego is a cis dog. Okay. And what's uh, omni... Omnisexual. Omnisexual. Omnisexual is that you are attracted to all gender identities. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, right. It's in the same sort of group, the multisexual space, as bisexual. What's pansexual? Well, pansexual... Now, don't... You can write in if you want, everyone. Pansexual is you are also attracted to all gender identities. But I think the difference between omnisexual and pansexual is basically the origin of the prefix, because omni is uh, Latin, whereas pan is Greek. Okay. Right. They mean cool. the same thing. Carry on, carry on. 
Anyway, I was on a second date with a cis man and ended up talking about children in our family. He asked me, so how many children do you want? And I replied, letting him know that I can't have children because of my health conditions. The mood immediately changed. Mm. He simply responded, wow. He simply responded with, why are you dating men then if you can't have a baby? I want to punch him in the face. That's awful, Kate. That's really, really awful. I'm so sorry you had to hear that. I was stunned into silence. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. He got up and left, muttering that I had just wasted his time. What a prick. What an absolute prick. I know the issue of children can be a deal breaker for some. My last long-term relationship broke down after I found out I couldn't have children. I'm left questioning now whether this is something I should bring up on a first date or even sooner. God, no. When should the topic of potential children in the future, or lack thereof, be talked about when dating? Thanks, uh, Kate. Kate, again, sorry you had to go through that, but it sounds like you've, you've done well. Well, to, you've dodged a bullet you've there. You've dodged a yeah. massive bullet there. Um, I think it's one of those that comes up naturally. Yeah, and I don't think you need mention it unless you... Get yeah. on to the topic of children. Yeah, unless you get on... If it comes up in the first date... It's one of those where they say, don't mention exes on first dates. But if it comes up naturally, talk well, about I'd it. Well, I really would try and avoid mentioning exes on any Yeah, that's good date, advice, really. actually. But um, children, if it comes up on a first date, then fine, fair enough. But don't don't overthink that, Kate. And I, I genuinely think that that is just a one-off and a bad experience. That guy was not a very nice man. No. And there is more good in the world than bad and... Keep dating because I'm sure, in fact, I will know. And why was he just seeing you as a baby machine? I know exactly. And you, you can still, you could adopt I was if about you to finish my point, so then. I know you will meet um, many lovely people during your dating experience. Carry on. You sure? Yes. Can I speak? Can yes. I? Okay. I, I've forgotten my point. Oh, no, sorry. Now I feel like a... No, no, no. It's sorry. a bit of awkward tension. Do you know, do you know the person that Kate dated? Hmm... No. No. Anyway, you're both pricks. Oh, that's awful. Kate. That is awful. I'm sorry. Um, hopefully, you have better luck next time. Yeah. But don't feel the pressure to, to bring it up at all. Yeah. You are, and, and message to other people you are dating the person, not sort of whether they can have children or not. If you, you love them, you will love them. Are you a Mikey train? For sure. Now, do you, again, do I need to explain how it works? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's such an awkward... If, and, right, if you ever got pregnant, it well, means... I'd, I'd be... No, but I'm just saying, like... I wouldn't be off this morning. Any girls listening, you know, when you tell your mum and dad you're pregnant, is it not weird because then your mum and dad know that you've had sex? <laughs> is that just me being really immature? I think that's a bit weird. I think if... Yeah. Is it? If you makes... said to your mum and dad, cat's pregnant, your mum and dad would be like, Who's oh, it's due in June. Your dad could be like... Oh, that's when you stayed in spare room that Friday night. I think it's even weirder that your father's working that out. Yeah. Anyway. On to... Oh, this is from At My Wits End. Dear William Jordan and PB, I've been working remotely for almost two years at the same company. For the entirety of those years, I have loathed one man on my team. Let's call him Earl. On my first week of the job, Earl publicly called me out in a Zoom meeting with 20 other team members, claiming I made a mistake and clearly needed more thorough training. To which I thought, obviously, 
as it's my first week. Yeah, he sounds like a knob. I choked back tears and held strong during that meeting, but broke down afterwards. As he is the CEO's brother, he, of course, was not spoken to about the incident and it was swept under the rug. Of course. Since then, he is adamant about interrupting me in every single meeting, regardless if I'm presenting materials or have simply been asked how my week is going. On one occasion, a co-worker was chatting with me during some time on a Zoom meeting about how she's eager to find a husband. Earl steps in and says, well, if, insert my name, can find a husband, surely anyone can. Wow. We've got examples of two awful human beings in this space of this correspondence section. He sounds like an uber prick. I prefer uber comfort. Um, thus far, I have chosen the route of staying professional. Good. That's Good. Good one. For those of you who don't know, that's the type of Uber that you can order. It's a bit more expensive. Uh, yeah, and you can just tell them to make the air conditioning cold. <laughs> I bet you've got in your Uber no talking, please. It depends what mood I'm in. <sighs> what? I just think that's so rude. I love chatting to Uber drivers. I do too, but if I've got a call to make, I need to make a call. Oh, sugar. Just reminded me. <laughs> I need to... I've, um, as a... Uh, Black cab of a week, and I, his son's trying to get into radio, and he's emailed me, and I've not replied. <laughs> Sorry, it just reminded me. Charlton fans, really nice. Good. His son's trying to get into. Wants to be a sports. Oh, Why do they want? They want that. Greg's details. Let me put that on my to-do list. Uh, there you go. Sorry, that was over a week ago. Carry on. Sorry. Um, at my wits' end. At my wits' end. Uh, I think uh, she's Polish. <laughs> Now that's funny. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Sorry, this is a really serious predicament. Sorry. Thus far, I have chosen the route of staying professional by hesitantly laughing it off so I don't snap at him. However, I'm feeling utterly defeated and am applying at other companies purely because I can't stand dealing with him anymore and he seems to get away with his behaviour of pure nepotism. Is it a mistake to consider leaving a decent job over one co-worker? Is there a professional etiquette to addressing the issue? I would greatly appreciate any and all advice. Love you all and I'm grateful for the laughs your podcast gives me each week. Sincerely, at my wits end. Okay, uh, William's going to probably give you a proper how to go through HR advice. Um, my advice is keep a diary of all the times. So everything you've told us here, write it down when it oh, happens. That's a good idea. Keep a diary in your phone, just on your notes in your phone. Either go above him or call him out. Ask to see a meeting with him. I know that's easier said than done. And I know it's quite a bullshit and I suppose a bit of a blokey thing. So he's like, oh, air with him. And I can only imagine that it's, it's a lot, it's easier said than done. But just give them a call and be like, have we got a problem here? Mm. Is, is, there, is, there, is there something going on here? List just a few examples that you've given us and have it out with him. If not, you definitely, absolutely need to go above him because this is constructive dismissal. Is that the right word? Possibly. I think it's where you have to leave your job because it's not your fault. They basically, yeah. they, they ease you out. Mm. And he sounds like he's got a problem with you from day one. Yeah. Your advice? My advice would be if he says something like, well, if at my wit's end can find a husband, surely anyone can. Awful. I would say, and I think I've said this before in this podcast, say, I'm so sorry, can you just repeat that again? Because mm. normally when you ask someone to repeat exactly again what they have said, they either backtrack or the penny drops 
in their head as to what they have said. So I would take that first. I would also, if any of your co-workers listen to this podcast or you, you have co-workers, could they not step in and help? Because they're surely not going to get fired if they, if they flag the Earl as being a complete twit. I just don't get... I, I feel bad as well because I'm whinging and stuff and what have you about. And working every day with someone like that. Yeah. Um, try and rise above it. I know that's easy for us to say. Be the better person. Definitely looking. If they've got an HR um, team, a lot of small Yeah, but I think the issue is that Earl is the brother of the, of the CEO. Go to the CEO. Speak to the CEO. Because you, even if it gets back to him, it's, what, what's the worst that could happen? Mm. Speak to the CEO. Make a list. Send a professional email. Speak to the CEO. Yeah. And then if you get if you get dismissed or you have to leave, go to tribunal, sue the bass. Go to tribunal. That's what I'd say. If you leave, then go to tribunal because you feel like you have to leave. And yeah. write it all down in a diary. And let us know how that gets on for a bonus. Yeah. I'll be there in court. I'll give you a character witness. And uh, finally, this is from Anonymous. Hi, Jordan, William and PB. I'm a 21-year-old bisexual woman, they're all out today, who is in a relationship with a man. We have been dating now for over three years. Things are going really well and starting to get very serious. We're soon moving in together and regularly have conversations about getting married and starting a family together in the future. Only a few months before we started dating, I came out as bi. My boyfriend is completely supportive of this and it has never caused an issue in our relationship before. Before we were together, I experimented with girls, but I never properly dated a girl. Now that our relationship is getting more serious, I'm struggling with the idea that I may never be in a relationship with a woman. I wish I had more time in between coming out and meeting my boyfriend to experiment with my sexuality. Sexually, I'm much more attracted to women than men, and when we're making love, I often find my thoughts wandering to other women. I feel like I should tell my boyfriend this, but don't want him to feel insecure or like he has done anything wrong, because he hasn't, he's perfect, and I love him so much. What should I do? How can I be honest with him about these thoughts without crushing him? Many thanks, Anonymous. Oh, this is a... It's a tough one. Oh, this is a tough one. I kind of want to go back to Spider-Man costumes. It's a hard <laughs> one. Bet <laughs> you do. <laughs> okay, go and get that shoebox. This is a tough one. I... I don't think there's an easy answer. Does it sound like they're more friends? Does it sound like they're... More friends. Well, possibly. Or these feelings for the for, for girls. I don't want to be patronising. You're so young as well. You're 21. It's so young. But maybe because you're sort of talking about getting married, starting a family together, you're having sort of big thoughts maybe actually you're not necessarily ready for those big thoughts or those big thoughts for anybody at any stage of life can be very scary. And so the fact that you're then talking about it, maybe sort of the, the, the fancying girls or wanting to be with a girl in a, in a more permanent way isn't necessarily a true representation of how you feel. It's just sort of, it's, it's being almost exaggerated because of the, the trajectory that you're on with the person that you're currently in a relationship with. I don't know. But I would I would talk to more people about it, but also have the guts to talk to your boyfriend about it, I'd say. Yeah. Find find a way, write it down, role play it with a friend. I think you definitely need to speak to your boyfriend. And I know you don't want to hurt him. Um, but you, you definitely need to speak to your boyfriend. And And it could be and that if you were, and there's and also don't feel guilty. There's nothing nothing wrong in at twenty one going out and wanting to experiment and live your life and see if you like girls or boys or have sex with loads of girls or have sex with loads of boys. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Just no, be exactly. safe as well. 
be safe, yes. Don't exactly. feel guilty about that. You've but nothing it, to feel guilty about. We've said it so many times in this podcast, as have our other G&Divas, but communication. Mm-hmm. Communicate with your boyfriend. Be honest, Speak be open. Him. And yeah, it might be painful, but if you're honest, then at least you have been honest. He might be open to you trying, staying in the relationship and you trying, you know, to have it, you never relationships know. with uh, other women. Exactly. You never know. Yep. You never know where it could lead, but 21 is very young. So you might want to watch. Okay, good. Is that a bit too far? You might, you know. You never know anyway. what could happen. Okay. Lovely. Thank you for bringing it down to that. Remember, Gene Divas, you can send your tales of trepidation to help at sextedmyboss.com or you can tweet us or send a message on Instagram at sextedmyboss. Or you can write to William, who promises a handwritten reply on his own letter of paper. I need to burp, sorry. Mm. Lovely. Excuse me. Sorry. The address is... Did you do that on the radio? God, no. No, then why are you doing it here? I didn't burp then. I kept it in. Well, you flagged it. Sorry. Excuse me. Sorry. The address is on the website, sextonmyboss.com. Do I sound... I know... I don't... I didn't burp, burp. I just... Pardon me. You swallowed. We'll see you next week. Tell Sarah and Brian I said hello. I will do. And James? And James as well, of course. Will do. He'll be there. Lord Fontelroy, his little Burger King <laughs> birthday thingy on. And say hello to Chester. Chester? Oh. Chester. Good place, yeah. Goodbye. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.